This podcast is a Planners and Wine production. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Reality in Wine. My name is Myra, and I am back today with my friend, Danny. Danny, how are you? Hey, everyone. I am doing great. I'm just back from spring break, so I wish I could say I'm feeling rejuvenated, but it was definitely an adventure, uh, so I could use a vacation for my vacation once again, but we're living with it. How are you, Myra? <laughs> I am fine. I am exhausted from watching y'all because y'all have been moving. <laughs> it's a lot. Like you said, I, I totally understand you needing a vacation from the vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And it, so. But we're back sooner than Ooh. usual, but this is an extra special ex- it was, episode. It was necessary. I yeah. think, you know, we haven't had an elimination and it what feels like forever feels like Mm -hmm. 40 years but you know uh and it's time it's time to to find out if it's chocolate or not so we have (laughs) a lala rula palula palooza malo i don't know what is it what's it called i I know people are like y'all still ain't watched that movie well we're we're not dedicated like jbay okay there's a movie oh my god apparently that that. yeah Oops. Sorry, y'all. Oops. Hopefully, just don't let um J Bay hear this part. But yeah, <laughs> he's downstairs. He's downstairs with the dog, so we don't have to worry too much about that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, a uh, lip sync for your life, and Ultimate. like you said, yeah, yeah. Like you said, this this one just needed its own episode because it's it's a lot going on, and yeah, yeah. But we have some Drag Race news or Drag Race World news. Drag World news. This is not yes, necessarily Drag, drag Race. Yes, that's the name Danny. of the segment that that's is right here on the segment. notes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, do you want to tell the people what you found uh, since you were doing some sleuthing and you found this information? Information. Yeah. Yeah, like I was um, checking in on the people that I watch on YouTube that does like Drag Race recaps, and I seen this in their community tab. So um, apparently on Twitter, Cornbread announced that she will not be returning to season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race, which we kind of <laughs> all, I know, <laughs> so devastating. <laughs> we all kind of thought, although we had in our back of our minds, like Ru usually says like they have an open invitation to come back when things like this happen. We synced it with Eureka. Um, we synced it with um, uh, um, Veronica Green from yeah, the UK from season UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but she did not say that when Cornbread left the season so mm-hmm. um Cornbread wrote uh, my run on season 14 was nothing short of amazing unfortunately I will not be returning to season 15 of Drag Race great things ahead um love and appreciate all the support and then she also noted that no I am not on anybody's all-star was it my decision which is like we were just talking about like, is that a cryptic message? Like, what is what is what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, is that some kind of <laughs> is there shade there? I mean, it it feels very cryptic, and th- which mm-hmm. makes me think that like, yes, something is definitely going on. But I'm like, if for me, I'm like, 
does it mean that you've already signed on for something better? Like you've got some other show or some other thing you want to do? Or does it mean that like maybe you take someone off or like the ankle wasn't the only reason why you weren't you were taken off the show? I don't know. Yeah, we have questions. I'm hoping like with this part of great things ahead, I'm hoping maybe it's something that is just beyond drag race. I, I don't necessarily know exactly what that would be. Um, but corporate has came through and made a huge impact in the short time that she was on our TV screen. So, I mean, I know either way, whatever it is, it's going to be amazing. But um, just the drag race fan in me would have loved to see her back on drag race for sure. Literally every <laughs> other minute of the, every episode, I'm like, God, the cornbread would have made this better. I'm excited to see what you think about this episode because I have a I have a mixed bag of emotions about this Lala Rula Palooza. Well, if Cornbread was here, she would have been in the back with Deja. Period. Just saying. It's <laughs> just saying. But yeah, I we can go ahead and get an episode. I I actually enjoyed this. I thought this was fun overall. What did you think of it? Yeah, like the I think the idea of it is really exciting. You know, it's queens doing what they do best. Uh, and, and, and I think what's really cool is, you know, there are some queens in the past that we've never seen lip sync until the final four. And mm -hmm. so this is kind of a cool way to like, I don't know, like level the playing field is the word. Like, yeah, that's what they did this season, I think, but not every season. But it is cool to like see everyone lip sync so we know mm -hmm. what they're capable of. And it's, I think, kind of messes with your final four a little bit. Like, who do you want to see in that, oh, that final lip sync smackdown? Yeah, I think um, being able to lip sync and do it marvelous, marvelously, mar is that, do it great is Period. something that I feel like every at least on drag race that every queen should we we need to see that that's a huge part of it and um unfortunately at least on regular drag race if we don't really see that unless you're in the bottom yeah. like Bianca never lip sync I exactly yeah I don't think I've ever seen her lip sync actually maybe I need to look it up but I, I've never seen her and she won which is cool but I think that's like a staple. Like we need to know what you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I wish this was under different circumstances because I would much rather have a better snatch game than this, but. <laughs> Period. And do you think, do you know, I mean, I don't think either of us knows for sure, but like, do you think that this was in the plan to be the next episode or do you think RuPaul was like, screw the next episode we need to do this instead because like this was atrocious um I feel like maybe it was a, a screw the next episode and plus they kind of have a few extra episodes well make one technically extra episode to play around with since we lost cornbread true so, true true true, true, you know, true. and they, they had saved the, so many queens <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean they had the episodes to play around with but but yeah I do think it was like a, a screw the next episode because I that smash game was just bad something it, had to be done yeah for sure so I mean at the start of this we kind of get the queens coming back from 
basically after we found out that they're all going to be lip syncing, lip syncing. And um, Deja is living her best life and I'm here for it. It is so <laughs> funny. She is so funny. She's just like, like they're all complaining and talking each other up and she just got her little drink and she just says, <laughs> tastes yeah. mighty good over here in Safeville. And I'm like, get it girl, get yeah. it. She she deserved um it it was she should have one last week I mean the week before this but I'm just saying but she deserved to have that moment of just like relief and I'm glad she got that and I'm like I just want to be Deja in this moment all the freaking time right <laughs> all the time right and honestly like this whole episode you're just like and I'm like Deja really got a good deal because mm-hmm. she just gets to sit in the back and watch the whole thing happen while everyone else is like literally holding on for dear life you know yeah. some of them are doing three four lip syncs you know overnight over the the episode and it's like good for you Deja this was the time yeah. to be safe this was the time to be this was safe. it this was really it so yeah I mean all the queens are just really in disbelief um Daya is um still complaining that she's in the same position as Jasmine which is like girl okay but you weren't that much better you weren't that much better like let's be real the jokes were like meh at, at best so, yeah and the yourself. words of Rue you all were equally as bad you all were equally as bad okay Oh, so yeah, that, that was interesting, but, um, I mean, that's the only thing as far as like right after, and then they had a little bit of them being in a workroom, like getting dressed and ready for the lip sync, but I didn't notice anything like really remarkable to talk about when they were going through that. No, I mean, I what Jasmine and Daya, like this beef that has been going on for like four episodes, which really isn't beef. It's Jasmine being herself and Daya mm-hmm. being herself and Daya being herself is being Daya Petty all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Jasmine being like, what? What? I talk too much? And you're like, yes, we know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm over it at this point. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think it's it's manufactured kind of drama. At, at the end of the day, it's just two people who have different personalities and they're in this pressure cooker and kind of clashing and it's like everybody isn't going to mesh with everybody yeah um I did find it interesting that uh that whole conversation about uh why do you say no offense all the time which that I'm is, like that's wise words like yeah. people calling her out because how many times have you been in a situation where someone said no offense and then said mm-hmm. the most offensive yeah. like shitty thing you've ever heard in your life <laughs> and you're like you could have either one not said that or two not said no offense and just lived in that and and yeah it. like if yeah. you want to call someone out call them out tell yeah. them how you feel don't say no offense so that you can feel better uh and and what do they say like separate yourself when mm-hmm. from the reactions of the people you're telling the shitty comments to because when they uh, react, you're going to be like, well, I didn't mean it that way. Exactly. Exactly. And that went completely over Diabetes head. <laughs> Even her explanation was just like, I, like she just didn't get it. Like when people say no offense and then be offensive, like you said, it's just them trying to separate themselves from it. 
I personally, I feel like I see this a lot in the planner community too, mm-hmm. where people are like, oh, I'm just giving an opinion or it's just, you know, criticism, like saying like, oh, no offense, but you sound weird. That's not criticism. I can't change the way I sound. Like you're just yep. being an a-ho. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, I just think that whole conversation was interesting. And that Daya just, it just went right over her head. She took offense and try to defend herself for it but it, like <laughs> just don't say that just don't say that just own exactly. it or don't say nothing at all but yeah. exactly and on a little aside a why a teacher much wiser than myself uh <laughs> told me that she tells all of her students that if you ha- are trying to tell someone something about themselves and it is or correct something you know make a comment and if they can't change it in five minutes it is not worth telling them so like Oh, hey, you've got a a booger. Hey, you've got some tissue. Hey, Mm -hmm. your shirt's inside out. Okay, tell them that. Yeah. But you sound funny. You look funny. You smell funny. You know, like, you can't change that. Keep it to yourself. Put it on a shelf and leave it there to die. (laughs) Yes. Wise words. Wise words. Please write it down, (laughs) folks. (laughs) Apply that to life. (laughs) This was free. You're welcome. Yes. Yes. So all of the queens kind of get marched out onto the main stage, which I thought was hilarious. Like, why are we getting marched out like this? But whatever. Yeah. Um, so we kind of get a little bit of the rules, which I kind of love how they played this. So they let us know like how this lip sync was going to work. Um, basically, whoever wins said lip sync is the winner of that round and they are safe from elimination. And they keep going until we get to the last person who will be eliminated from the competition. Yes. So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I love that they gave us that little bit of the rules because we learn a little bit more later. But um, of course, um, Deja gets pretty much dismissed and able to watch it from the background. Which, <laughs> yes, she was like, okay, thanks, bet. I'll see y'all later and <laughs> walk off so mm-hmm. uh, I love she had her be. own little seriously the place to be own little couch her drinks and I didn't think about this Deja brought this up this is like from their perspective this is the first time that they actually get to see front facing what the queens look yes. like lip syncing so Which I've never I've never even thought about that like, yeah the girls don't get to see that experience and I mean like mm-hmm. we've all been at shows or situations where you were at the awkward angle so you didn't get the like full experience yeah. so like I was like wow you're right like they really don't know what they look like even when they're sitting there and they're like yeah it's cool you get it like yeah your, your butt which is cool yeah. But. <laughs> yeah 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 I never thought about that even since she uh brought it up so that's nice of her to get that moment and she literally gets to see everybody because she's safe but um we have one of the pit crew, which is he new? He looks newer. I don't know for sure. I'm be honest. Do I ever look past the neck? No, no, I do not. <laughs> I don't know what they look like. Okay. I only know the one that's like he has red hair and he's been there forever. Yeah. I can't remember his name though, but he's uh, no. cute. <laughs> they have names. They have names. What? Okay. They're, little, they're just props in the show. We we all know it. We all okay. know it. <laughs> but I mean, come on. Like Rue literally lets you use them as props in literally. 
in the gel. Like she's like, there's two pit crew members over there if you want to use them too. And it's like the most funniest thing ever. The fact that you can literally use a pit crew member as a prop in your scene. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, yeah. But one of the pit crew members basically has this bingo ball with all the queen's names in it. And he turns it and picks out the first person who will be the lip sync opponent. He and of course, he, yeah, he grabs the ball. He grabs your ball. Grabs these queens by the balls. And <laughs> <laughs> the first pick is Jasmine, which we are all like, okay, good, good for Jasmine. She's really excited. So we get a little tidbit extra in the rules, and that is they get to pick who their opponent is going to be. So. <laughs> We all knew who she yeah. was going to pick because we saw the beef earlier. Mm-hmm. And then, and of course, Jasmine, like they, they add a little slip in and she's like, you know exactly who I'm going to pick. And of then course. <laughs> who does she pick? None other than Miss Diapetty. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then RuPaul twists us up even more mm-hmm. because the person that you pick gets to pick the song. And then everyone is gagged. Everyone's like, oh. Yeah. Gagged a little. I was like, I was oh, scared. shoot. This but, is also an example of why you should not go first on things. Because obviously everybody else has the advantage to know and play the game well. Unfortunately, Jasmine, you were first. So you didn't get the full advantage of knowing all of the rules. Yep. <laughs> Which was yep. hilarious. She was gagged. We were gagged. Everybody was gagged. <laughs> yeah, like, and I guess I didn't. I don't think I realized at first how like serious it was having that leverage of like, mm-hmm. even though you didn't get to pick who you lip sync against, you got to pick what you were lip syncing against yeah. with. Uh, and you and it comes into play. I mean, even here, it comes into play in this mm-hmm. lip sync because uh, who? What does diabetic pick? She picks. Oh, duh. Such a good song. Not for Jasmine, but such a good song. Uh, So what did you think of this one? Read the room, sis. Read the motherfucking room. (laughs) Like, come on. This is not a like kick into a split and then Mm -hmm. twist it all around, you know, and then twerking all the no. This is like Put some it's respect. respect. Yeah. Put some respect <laughs> on respect. I, I, like Jasmine, were you showing out? Yes, but did mm-hmm. it fit the vibe at all? No. Yeah, Jasmine needed the vibe check. And I I thought this was going to happen when I seen the meet the queens that Jasmine was going to be the one who did the most. And she proved that in this lip sync. She was doing the most, was not reading the room. <sighs> did not understand mm-hmm. <sighs> sorry but uh i mean diabetti wins do you agree oh 110%. Yeah. like i tried i tried to be like oh well jasmine look at that but no like diabetti literally didn't have to do anything like she just stood there and you read the face and you were like, oh yeah, that's the girl talking about respect right now. Mm-hmm. Where, and Jasmine is literally going every which way doing kicks and flips. And uh, it wasn't quite giving um, 
that one girl who was going against Kennedy Davenport, the little little one. I don't remember her name with the curly oh, hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think she has Kennedy in her name too, right? Does she? Maybe I can't remember her name. I'm I can't remember. Her. Yeah, yeah. We're we're bad. Y'all Dad know Dad who we're talking about, but yeah, it was. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't on that level of just way too much, but it was too much. Um, yeah, it just was not the kicks and flips, and also something I noticed from Jasmine, she doesn't know all the words, but I think she's moving so much in her lip syncs that we don't really realize that she doesn't know it. But with this song, it's like it was so obvious. Was it this one or was it a later one? Because people started calling that, they started talking about that later, or maybe it is this lip sync, where you can, like, there are times where you really zone in on someone because you know that those are hard words to get and you look, and then it was either, it was either Jasmine or someone else that wasn't, wasn't getting those, Mm -hmm. wasn't getting those beats, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't think about that, but you're right, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I noticed bits and pieces from Jasmine on everyone. All three, I, I noticed it's like, oh, girl, that you, you're not even, it's like either she stopped or she didn't know the words. Like she wasn't actually lip syncing. Yeah, and I know some people, they try to do the thing where uh, instead of singing the main line, you sing the mm-hmm. backup vocal. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's my part. And it it can work. It can work. I've, we've seen it work where it's like unexpected and you're like, oh, this is fun. But it did not work for Jasmine at all tonight. So sorry. Uh, yeah. And low key, I was actually rooting for Diabetti just because she, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it was yeah. a humbling moment for Jasmine for sure. Well, yeah. especially because she was cocky AF. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm going to read you to feel like she came with this almost the same energy that she came with Maddie Morphosis. And I yeah. was okay when she came with that energy for mm-hmm. Maddie Morphosis. But this, I was like, girl, you a little too close to this to be. Uh, this to is be, lip sync, what, number four at this point? Yeah, like you, you've been doing a lot. So yeah. I don't know if RuPaul wants to see you lip sync another five times and then. Yeah. Uh, and then keep you on so good luck with that so but you're right Daya Betty won and yeah. gets to go on to safety skipping along to sit next to uh Deja Sky yeah yeah I definitely agree with that win for sure then we're back to the pit crew who picks another ball and this time it is Lil Willow Pill Willow's balls oh no <laughs> And she wasn't too happy about it at first. She kind of wanted to be the person to actually pick the song, but Willow yeah. is smart. Willow so smart. Willow keeps her cards close to her chest. Nobody kind of, you know, really knows what she can do until she does it, which I love that strategy on Drag Race. It keeps you guessing. It's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. I love that. So her strategy is she picks Bosco to go up against, which perfect choice yeah it was a smart choice that was a smart yeah yeah because out of everybody that was left Bosco would have been the one that you know would pick never too much by Luther Vandroff and that's what Willow says she wanted to do and um I wasn't I wasn't ready for what Willow gave us I just was not prepared for that (laughs) no no and I mean I'll say this one was probably the most controversial one 
in my opinion. Because I won't lie to you, I thought Bosco was eating it up. I really thought Bosco was putting up a fight, you know, and yeah, but uh, you know, apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> I will say I feel like in every lip sync, Bosco did give her opponent a run for their money. Like she, like okay. it was literally like splitting hairs. I, in my yeah. opinion, with everyone with Bosco, yeah. um, I just think Bosco did maybe a tad bit too much for the song. Agreed. Um. So maybe that was like the deciding factor with that. And then also we don't know what, what Willow can do kind of thing. So us seeing Willow is like, oh, okay, let's go Willow. So it's kind of yeah. like something fresh and new. Whereas like Bos- each, although Bosco did well, I kind of expected that from Bosco, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I think and- that that's my, that's why I think the deciding factor was on that. Oh yeah. And I mean, if I'm being honest, like, I think that Willow is in RuPaul's top three. So I don't yeah, think, for sure. I don't think I, unless Willow completely screws up and ends up in the bottom again, I don't think we're going to see Willow uh, lip sync again until mm-hmm. the end. Cause I think RuPaul's in Willow's top, uh, top three. And that's not to say that that's a bad thing. Like she, yeah. rightfully so she's killing it, but I don't, I didn't think that we were going to lose Willow tonight. She wasn't the one I was worried about. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah yeah rue loves willow and that that's a good position to be in on drag race is to have the heart of rue but yeah i love that i honestly these songs i was i'm in love with all of these song choices these were not bad lip syncs at all like they weren't super mainstream you know because sometimes i i I do enjoy those just because you know them but Mm -hmm. they weren't too like risque or avant-garde whatever you want to say where you're like what is this how do we vibe? Yeah. Lots of different opportunities for like, you've got the songs that are great for like George's, the dancer, mm-hmm. but then you've got like this moment for Bosco and Willow to battle it out. So it was, yeah. RuPaul did them right there. RuPaul did yeah. them Yeah. Yeah. Whoever picked, well, I feel like Ru picked all of these songs, honestly, because she was living. She actually oh. was really living for this Luther Vandross song too. <laughs> it's so funny seeing like RuPaul <laughs> really get into it, but hey, yeah. I, I live for it. It's your show, girl go off exactly exactly so next up we have our three-way lip sync how do you how do you feel about these three ways we had angie georges and camden in this one i think we've said it before like it's just too many people on the stage Mm -hmm. it's a big stage but like it's not big enough because you you need room to work you know Mm -hmm. like you can't do a powerhouse walk down the runway if two other girls are kicking flips and stuff so Absolutely, I, I'm not yeah. the biggest fan of it, but you know, it had to be done and I wasn't mad at this lip sync at all. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I thought, it, I thought it was really entertaining. Um, the, in this case, since it was a three-way lip sync, the pit crew picks the person who will select the song. And of course it was George's who got the, <laughs> their balls picked. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, a lot of us were, well, on the show, people were like really thinking it was going to be JLo. They're like, she looks like JLo. JLo is perfect for her. And she actually picks Radio by Beyonce. Were you shocked by that? So uh, Jonathan and I actually had this conversation and mm-hmm. neither of us was shocked. 
because yeah like I think we're putting this J-Lo thing on like I don't think Georges has ever said like oh my god I love J-Lo J-Lo's my shit mm-hmm. like give me J-Lo every day I think we put it on her because she I mean she does look similar to J-Lo she's a strong Latina queen I think we get yeah. a lot of Selena vibes from her too mm-hmm. but to me when you think about Georges's Georges's age like Georges is not a is not a uh it was not born during mm-hmm. uh J-Lo when Jenny from the block she was not yeah. alive during that mm-hmm. time I mean she's younger than me and I don't even think I I think I was born during J-Lo's time mm-hmm. but I wasn't listening to music right. until the 2000s at where when Destiny's Child you know is happening and then breaking up and then Beyonce's going solo and doing all her stuff so Beyonce honestly made the most sense to me I don't know if you felt the same way absolutely yeah I, everything you said I second <laughs> and I was like I was kind of gagged that people were thinking she was going to pick J-Lo I guess just because she is a a, a Latin queen I but was it's gonna like, say it feels like a microaggression but you know I, I, digress. I mean I'm just saying it's, <laughs> it's just like assuming Angie will pick Beyonce which she probably yeah. would if she had the chance but still you know what I mean <laughs> I was like I was like why like what and is it's not an upbeat that? song for Georges either. No, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be the Beyonce song. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was really weird because I mean, like you said, Georges isn't. She knows who J Lo is. Like, who doesn't? But she didn't grow yeah. up with her music. Yeah, uh, everybody, you know knows Beyonce and loves the music and beyond the fast upbeat song on this list was Beyonce right yeah exactly it it just made sense I yeah I was kind of yeah low-key microaggression but whatever so (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying (laughs) so we have this three-way lip sync and honestly I mean they all were given to me I, I didn't feel like anybody was terrible I, I don't think anyone was terrible. Don't get me wrong. It was a great three-way lip sync. If you had to watch a lip sync, that was a good, like, that was mm-hmm. fun. I thought Lady Camden was definitely given third place vibes just because, For sure. mm-hmm. like, it fe- really felt like the battle of Angie versus Georges, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Georges was giving her sassy, iconic dance moves that she gives, and Angie was giving faith. Like, I yes. don't know how to describe the feelings that I had with Angie like staring me down as she's singing the words mm-hmm. but I was feeling some type of way like I had to go pour some cold water on myself afterwards <laughs> I totally agree I totally agree I I love that um Angie and George's was so different like we know what we're going to get from George's we've seen her lip sync before but I love the face and everything that Angie was given but totally agree this was definitely the Angie and George's show featuring Lady Camden you know so exactly exactly but yeah yeah Camden held her own but I feel like part of me was like Camden knew she wasn't going to win that one and I won't lie okay I don't know if this is a hot take controversial opinion whatever uh at this point in time like literally on this point in the episode I'm a little over Lady Camden's like ballet like fan Mm -hmm. kick that she does it's cute the first time and you did mm-hmm. that like three episodes ago. And mm-hmm. you have since done about 30 more fan kicks. <laughs> yes. And you only lip sync once since then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that fan kick 
does not go with this Beyonce song. You know what I mean? No, it goes with that saying. one way or another song for sure. It was giving <laughs> to me, like, I, I, I can see it, like, when you go to, like, a hip-hop class, like a dance class or someone or somewhere, mm-hmm. or, like, and you see someone who's, like, very clearly, like, ballet trained, and, or, like, they're, they're trained in a very specific style, and that's all they know, mm-hmm. and you can tell because they try to put that in everything, and yeah. it's, like, you're trying to get them to, like, and they're, like, I hope that y'all in podcast land understood that because I totally understood and I didn't have to even see it. Exactly. (laughs) Close your eyes and get what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, hip hop is is not very airy and flowy as ballet is. So yeah. But yeah, Georges does win this lip sync. So um we are on to we have four queens at this point, right? Uh Camden, Bosco. Three, yeah, Candon. Yes, we have four. Yeah, we have yeah. four. Yeah, you're right. Good math. Good. Yeah, Stop we're trying. Y'all. We're skills. trying. <laughs> I was literally about to break out my calculator, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so we're we're back to um, the pit crew picking to see who is going to be the first opponent, and the next ball pick is Lady Camden and her dad, which is hilarious. Lady <laughs> Camden and her dad. I was like, girl, I mean, like, work, oh, work. Love her. Work. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> so, um, of course, again, being very strategic here, Lady Camden picks Bosco, which Bosco is like, God, can somebody just, can you pick my balls, please? <laughs> can I be the person to do something? But um, Bosco in this round, she picks Invoke, Don't Let Go. Um which yeah I mean out of the songs that are left it makes sense but yeah. we also get that moment of Jasmine realizing she'll have to lip sync against Angie and she's like crying in the back and upset about it and here come Petty Betty Petty Betty <laughs> like and and I I'm glad you brought this up because like I wrote in my notes like I am not here I did not appreciate production's edit there because mm-hmm. I think Jasmine has every right to be upset that she's like thinking against her best friend. We've seen online, we know that they're not they're more than like friends at this point, like close mm-hmm. ones. Like it's not just like, oh, we're acquaintances, like they hang yeah. out, like they've made a deep connection with each other. And I think in a competition, you you think like, oh, it's okay because I won't go against you unless I absolutely have to. Right. And here you are at this point. No, you absolutely have to earlier mm-hmm. than you hoped. So I didn't appreciate the way they did Jasmine there because I didn't think she was being overly emotional. It was an emotional moment. Yeah, and I think um, Deja Sky pointed out like, you know, they're close or she said something similar, like something nice, but I don't know. I mean, Daya is giving us like what people say, like watching the show. And it's like, you have the experience of being on the show in this pressure cooker. You know that emotions are at an all-time high what was that even yeah and and then also I don't even think we talked about the little fly situation why does she keep eating bugs why did she eat it I don't know I fast forwarded once I seen her mouth get close to I couldn't take it I don't remember 
I don't remember. I do remember seeing the fly, but I didn't know. Oh my god! But okay, why the obsession with bugs? Regardless, like why? Why do you? I and think bugs it's for screen time, play? low key. I don't. That's hilarious. <laughs> Which is like, like, girl, you're getting the screen time being the asshole to Jasmine, <laughs> being Patty and, Betty. Like, yeah, and it's like. Nine times out of 10, this I'm sorry, I'm on a tangent, but no, go for just it. this. Nine I times out of 10, it. I feel like most of us agree with what Diabetti is saying. I think it came up in this episode where she kept trying to push Bosco to be like, Yeah, I agree with you. And Bosco's like, Whatever. But it's the approach. Yes. It's the approach. And I feel like this is a lesson here for people everywhere. Like, I think people have keeping it real and being mean, confused. Like, it's a real thin line there. Like, and I think Betty has, like, went way over the being mean side of the line. <laughs> and, and there are, I'm sorry, I think you even said this a couple episodes ago or something we were talking and you said, sometimes the answer is don't say anything. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you can always choose to shut your mouth and yeah. keep it quiet. And half of the time, I, I'm just like, did you need to say that? No, you wanted to say it because you wanted to make a, a, an ass of yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe get the extra screen time because you said something controversial. Like, shutting up is free. Yeah. yeah. Shutting up is free. <laughs> it's so free. But, um, sorry, y'all on the tangent. But yeah, In Vogue, Don't Let Go um, is Camden and Bosco's song, which, I mean, <sighs> I get why Bosco picked it, but this song with Camden, I, I personally feel like she probably should have picked something else because Camden is like a theater kid. She's trained and this is a very emotional, emote kind of song. So that wasn't yeah. the wisest choice. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, like uh, I wrote less is more, go lady Camden. Cause like, I think it was, <laughs> It wasn't to the extreme that Jasmine and Daya situation where like Jazz is doing way too much, but mm-hmm. it was definitely like, I think Bosco felt like the need to compensate and was trying to add in little extra flips and stuff and kicks. Like, like when I say mm-hmm. flips, I mean like hair flips. Uh, whereas Lady Camden knew that like, hey, this is a moment where I could like park and bark for a little bit and like, yeah. do maybe do a little arch in my bag, but like really get emotional with it. And mm-hmm. it, it worked in her favor. yes yeah I totally agree um so yeah Camden wins this one but I think this whole episode is kind of retraining the overall drag race fan base because I feel like overall the fan base is like yes the boom boom cat kick flips I I think that's why like George's and Jasmine you know does all of that a lot but this is like retraining that, hey, every song doesn't need that. Not that Bosco was doing that here, but I, I just wanted to like note that because I think that having this is really important to understand why yes, fill the music and fill the songs on, on certain songs. Like it's a time and place for everything, basically. And I think it's important to know that that is also a talent of mm-hmm. drag race and of lip syncing in drag. It isn't just about, you know, looking like, you're Beyonce doing a <laughs> dance number at a concert, like to be able to go on stage, you know, hold the mic like a boss ass bitch yeah. and 
and, and serve an emotion like that where like people are like uh, you know almost in tears or like yeah. can feel the rage and stuff you know just like these famous singers do I mean you know mm-hmm. like it's a talent in that like you said yeah for yeah. sure for yeah. sure yeah so I, I appreciate this episode for that because it just kind of reminds the fans like hey we all have to boom boom cat all the time but yeah Camden wins and she got her hug she was so emotional after that I love her and she just seems like just a a very sweet soul and that's with that moment I think that was just like you know that she's a genuine person mm-hmm. so that for her to like leave the lip sync and be like I just need a hug right now I'm yeah like, I want to give you a hug too. Yes. <laughs> yeah yeah it just comes the the genuine just comes right out of her yes but next up we have Angie and Jasmine with the last song left on the screen, which is good old J-Lo. Good old J-Lo. Love Don't Cost a Thing. What did you think of this one? Um, I'll be honest. Like, I, I love Angie to death, and I think she does a great job. But this one could have went either way for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I wrote in my notes. Uh, I thought they were both serving something different each of them yeah. you know in their own way is this the one where diabetti said like oh but like um, mm-hmm. jasmine's giving the sex of it all which i i won't lie i felt that a little yeah, bit there, was some, there were yeah. moves that jasmine was given i was like oh okay girl okay, yeah get it get yeah it, get again 95 percent of the time we do agree with diabetti <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> but yeah at okay. first yeah at first I thought like oh, okay Angie is given but then as it went along um Jasmine started giving us that that sex appeal yes. that the song you know has and I was like yeah. okay yeah like it really could have went either way um but I do love that Willow was like oh no Angie can't leave Angie ain't leaving <laughs> no, well, I, 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 okay I like if you want to like let's be real I, I know track records aren't supposed to come into play well but yeah <laughs> are you really gonna give especially if the lip sync's that close yeah like, maybe maybe if Jasmine wiped the floor with Angie we'd be like okay yeah. well like Angie's gonna have to lip sync for her life but like has Angie been on the bottom so far no and you've lip synced for your life three times. I think we know yeah. who's doing the final. Lip-sync tonight. <laughs> exactly. I think we know who's doing the final. Exactly. That's tonight. where that's where Willow was with it. She said, "Oh no, y'all done <laughs> took my cornbread. Y'all took my carry. Y'all not about to take Angie." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Willow had her wish, and Angie wins this lip sync, which, like you said again, very close. I really all the lip syncs. It wasn't like anybody like mopped the floor with yeah, the other yeah. person all of them were pretty close yep but last but not least we have the last two tired queens because they were exhausted at this point <laughs> bosco and jasmine and poor bosco like i'm not trying to uh-huh. say nothing to poor jasmine but i think jasmine was prepared for this i really yeah. do mm-hmm. and i don't think bosco was and no. like uh bosco or somebody somebody yeah bosco said it like usually they do for maybe three or four lip syncs in a night so this for mm-hmm. them was like a true night and let's just say like if you've been to a drag show I mean like 
they serve it all four lip syncs, but you can definitely tell lip sync when it's lip sync number three and when it's lip sync yeah. number four. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You know, it's just the night gets later, everyone's a little drunker, everyone's a little bit more tired. Like mm-hmm. it's just the reality of it. So I felt for sure. Both in this last bit. Yeah, yeah, you can you could tell they were exhausted. I think um, going back a little bit, even Rue when um, Camden won the lip sync with Bosco, even Rue was like, "Hey, don't give up." I felt like to me, I was like, "Oh, Bosco, you cool? Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> said, "Don't give up now." I said, oh, "Okay, you cool." <laughs> I peeped that. One more round, one more round. You got this. I promise. You got it. You got it. Literally. I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about it. Literally. But yeah, the last song we have is uh, Swept Away by Diana Ross. And I guess Rue just picked this one because this wasn't on like the list of songs. Um, But yeah, that's the last song with Bosco and Jasmine. This is my first time hearing this Diana Ross song, and I actually really like it. It's a really good song. Yeah, I'll be honest. Half the time, two thirds of the songs RuPaul picks, I'm like, "What? I've never heard this." <laughs> but you know, I mean, obviously, there's a couple, and then and then there are some that end up in my playlist. Like, uh, yeah, y'all are gonna read me for this one. What was the one that's like it? the cake I don't know something about a cake in a subway and he's like it took so long to bake it and I'll never find that recipe again Jonathan's gonna laugh at me when he hears oh (laughs) now I need to know yeah we we gotta know this song now (laughs) (laughs) what's that in the title I'm I'm probably gonna die laughing because I just i no clue what this song is (laughs) yeah when I heard it I was like what the hell is this uh song and Jonathan's like you never heard of this <sighs> hold on give me one second but yeah okay all the songs, it, it was an so. iconic it was an iconic Donna Summer it's MacArthur Park and that's why because Donna Summer is an icon and I'm a horrible person yeah. for not remembering it but I've added it, I've added it to my uh, iPod since then and now I listen to it like all the time because it's so it's so good <laughs> yeah it, it's I, and I feel you too. Sometimes on these lip syncs, it'd be like, what song is this? Where did this come from? But I didn't feel that way about uh, this Diana Ross song for sure. I'm like, oh, I like it. It's actually a pretty good lip sync song too. But um, what did you think of this lip sync? Let's see. Uh, I said, okay. It's time for some <laughs> Some, some real talk it's not really real talk but like I was I've it's time for Jasmine to go and I, mm-hmm. I would have said it at the beginning of the episode but it would have ruined everything but like <laughs> it was time for Jasmine to go mm-hmm. and we knew it I think we all knew it was gonna yeah. be Jasmine and then someone else lip syncing at the bottom and honestly I yeah. couldn't have guessed that it was gonna be Bosco uh I because I couldn't have figured out who it was gonna be uh, and I think that in the end, that's how it felt. Like I said, both are serving. I love that Jasmine kind of went and did something different. Like she didn't mm-hmm. boom, boom, cack it. She like, she gave us something different, a little kooky, a little funny, a uh, little comedy, campy, whatever you want to call it. And I said that, and I said, that was a great last moment for Jasmine. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Danny has just accepted that it was just her time. <laughs> I, I, I was like, if, if you send Bosco home 
especially again, especially because Bosco didn't lose. Like it was pretty mm-hmm. even. And I think at that point, it's like, well, who's been in the bottom three times in the yeah. Olympics? You know? Yeah, totally agree. I, I do appreciate Jasmine switching it up and doing a little bit of camp. Um, I can't remember somebody's review I was watching and they had mentioned that her camp just did not seem natural. Like this seemed like this was the first time that she kind of did camp. And I was like, that's what it was. Cause it seemed like something was a little off. Like while I appreciate the different change of pace of it, it was just like, you're not comfortable, you know, with this, but, but yeah, Bosco gave it to us though. I, she, she did what had to be done and she wins this lip sync. And then we got to go through the whole candy bar thing, which I was like, if nobody leaves this competition, I swear. <laughs> I was, I will lie, I was holding my breath. I was like, if this bitch gets to stay because it's not mother, mother tucking chocolate, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna scream. Like, I feel like RuPaul was like, give me that candy bar. Okay, now open it. <laughs> like, yes. you know, yes. open it. No, this is our like chocolate. You don't get this candy bar. <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe that Rue gives the the same chocolate candy bar to whoever loses. Like I, I mean, I know they picked the candy bar. I don't, I don't believe that the same candy bar that they picked is the one that is up on stage. I just don't believe it. No, I don't believe it. Either. Yeah, but. In this case, thank God Rue double checked the chocolates and made sure it was just chocolate. <laughs> thank you, Rue. Thank you for double we appreciate checking the chocolate. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so Jasmine chocolate was just chocolate. Um, she wasn't really sad about it. She actually was like kind of laughing when she said it's chocolate. Which thank you because everybody just sounds so depressing. It's chocolate. It's chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I, I'm sorry, Jonathan, and uh, you've seen, Jonathan literally still sends the meme of freaking jambalaya yes. with her, like, dress falling <laughs> off and her wig sideways saying, it's chocolate, like, daily. And I, I die every time because it's just so absurd. Oh, yeah, that that's an iconic moment. And I'm glad I now have that meme. Thanks, uh, J-Bay, because I needed that in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Thank you, J-Bay. It's hilarious. Like I just like random moments in my life. I'm just like it's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Drag Race giving us just iconic moments and sayings. Like, I mean, y'all watch it. Y'all listening, y'all y'all know all these. Iconic- I know, and it's so sad when you're not around people who don't get it. Like when you're in yeah. circles or like just like non Drag Race circles. I guess I'll mm-hmm. say. And, and you say like, man, and nobody else joins you. It's like really heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why won't somebody else do it? Oh, <laughs> uh, shout out to Vanjie. Such an iconic moment too. And she didn't even know it. <laughs> she, she didn't did. even know it. I'll be honest. And at that moment, she didn't freaking deserve it. Okay. Cause like, I still look at that look that she went out on and I'm like, Ooh. what in the world? were you thinking it's who up there with uh, the bag um who yeah. was that that did the bag la la re it's up there yeah it was really bad but she made millions off of that i mean shout out to her oh, no. <laughs> we still say it to this day and that was season 10 y'all 
So that is crazy. Icon. Icon. Yeah, literally. But yeah, we finally have a queen to go home, Jasmine. Um, ugh, I know it's a sigh of relief, but um, she had a good run on the show. Like, we're not going to forget Jasmine for sure. No, we're not going to yeah. forget any of them, honestly. I feel like yeah. this season has, I mean, it's been pretty memorable. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've forgotten anybody necessarily, but I mean, maybe it's because I'm more in the drag circle now with all of my research and stuff. But like, I still remember yeah. you, Orion Story. With your highest fuck eyes. <laughs> oh man, Maddie recently put up a TikTok with that space filter, and that was Orion's story in a workroom every day. Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> oh, I wish we could have got Maddie on Snatch Game. I feel like he would have turned it. You think so? I think so. He's funny. <laughs> Okay, maybe you're right. Because, you know, he has always been intelligent. My thought was, like, what if he wasn't able to think fast enough? Because that's the problem. It's, like, it's yeah. improv. It's not yeah. just comedy. It's improv. Mm-hmm. But you have to think quick. Like, very quick. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But, you're right. I mean, and I agree. It's, like, I wanted to see Cornbread. I would have loved to see Maddie on Snatch Game. But I also do it. I want to see that many more of Maddie's uh, runways. Like, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> can you <laughs> uh, a random snatch game of just like eight characters you wish you had seen in snatch game and we can have them and we can make a little panel yes i would love that that would be we, we deserve after watching last week's snatch game, we deserve did you okay i did watch a tiktok where bob the drag queen was like this is how you win the snatch yeah. game. It was so <laughs> funny, dude. He's just like, you pick a character that's funny, and then you be <laughs> yes. funny. And I was like, I mean, period. That's that's it. Though. It is so what it is. It is what it is. I I love that. I I mean, I think. And then a good point that Bob said: you have to pick somebody that is notable, or if you're going to go like a William Shakespeare or who I can't remember who. Um, rose did last season but if you're gonna go yeah. with somebody that we don't nobody really knows like you can do anything but you have to have that talent to be able to pull out that you know i'm gonna create who i think william shakespeare would be in a sex shame but it's season 14 is just unacceptable to have that horrible of a snatch game it's too many great examples it's too many yeah, I still don't know what was going on. I I, I would yeah. be interested to know some kind of like behind the scenes, I, or in I I I wouldn't be surprised if in the tell all, you know, or the meet or the re what is it called the reunion? Yeah, uh, if they talk about it, and I would love to hear like what happened, like why was mm-hmm. it so bad? Are y'all really just that bad at improv? Like, are we gonna get a horrible roast too and be like, oh god? Maybe um. And these audition tapes, they need to emphasize a little bit more on the improv. I don't know what the, you know, the tapes are, what they ask them to do, but I don't know. Low-key, this is partially uh, production's fault because, I mean, I get everybody isn't going to be good at improv, but I mean, like, this is just, that was just unacceptable. Unacceptable. But yeah. I agree. But yeah. That's it, y'all. I... I'm so excited that we did this separately because we had to get down and like go lip sync by lip sync. But this was fun. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah. Any last minute thoughts for Risana? 
Um, no, I mean, I, okay, I did write a note, and we, it's not that important, but I can just say it. One thing I wrote about Georgia's lip sync is, like, how jealous I am that, like, Georgia's is barely 22 and has already got it, like, made for herself. Because, like, let's be real, mm-hmm. she could lose the next episode, which, you know, might happen because she's not very... Yeah, I think it's like an acting or something she's not good at kind of episode. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, it could be her. Um, But, like, she's going to come back as a lip sync assassin. She Mm -hmm. literally, like, Rue's going to hire her because he loves her. And she's going to do all the, like, sassy dance numbers. And everyone's going to be living when she shakes and shimmies and does her, what do they call it? The ghost punch. (laughs) Punch the ghost. That she does. (laughs) Like, I was like damn like you are 22 and you just like made your castle and now you're gonna Mm -hmm. freaking live in it like we're literally gonna watch you just like make millions off of RuPaul and this and 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 drag so good for you Georges yeah this is one of the Georges is one of the queens that's like she doesn't necessarily have to win like she's already won yeah she's already won so yeah very Vanjie like I mean of course mm-hmm. Vanjie's fame was made uh, honestly by accident like she became yeah. a meme and then became an icon mm-hmm. uh where I just feel like Georgia's is just like this iconic young queen who can dance her ass off and I'm like get it girl the people are gonna yeah. eat you up yeah yeah she's she's set but yeah I yeah low-key yeah very jealous because it's like <laughs> if I had the opportunity to go back to 22 and find what I absolutely love to do and be able to make money and do that and be loved for it. Uh, yeah. If only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Shout that out to my, Georgia's for that. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Georgia's. <laughs> that was my only like extra little thought that, that I thought was worth saying. Other than that, great episode. Can't wait to see the Rue musical. It is Mulan Rue, uh, which our girl Laura just went and saw uh, the actual Mulan Rouge musical, which if you haven't no. seen, like, Sorry, I'm keeping us on, but like, no, you're fine. <laughs> it's a really great musical, uh, and it's really fun. It's a little bit different than the movie because they kind of they added a whole bunch more songs, and it's worth listening if you haven't. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I, I will definitely check it out. I forgot you're not the musical person. I'm oh not a theater God. kid. <laughs> oh no! But. No broken okay quick question okay (laughs) y'all total tangent at the end it's fine y'all don't care is Encanto is that considered a musical would you say well like I would or does it have to have people in it in order for it to be like human beings well no my thought is like like those are musical movies like they're not I don't know if you could call them a full musical just because I don't think that, like, I, I don't know, just like it, most musicals like have more than five songs. <laughs> like, yeah, well, see, my thing is like, okay, what is considered a musical? Because am I, because I love that movie and there's several like Disney, mo- are Disney movies considered musicals? Because so I mean, I'm you, a Moana stan. Yeah, well, here's my thought is like, um, musical theater I yeah I think is a little different than like 
a Disney film, a musical movie. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you think of it, musical theater, and this gets into my music background and I'm not gonna go super in depth, but like, it's almost like an extension or a modernization of opera. And you actually mm-hmm. do get some musicals that like mimic opera where like they're through composed and everyone sings the whole time, like Les Miserables and uh, mm-hmm. some other musicals. Um, and so that's kind of my thought is like the musical theater kind of genre is going to be these big moments of singing with all these musical numbers. And then these little moments, it's going to involve like, like, you know, the like idea of like, what is it? Soliloquy where like someone gets taken out of a moment and sings about how, what they're thinking. Yeah. And so I think a Disney movie is obviously like, it is a musical, it is a musical, but I don't know if you could say it's like, if it's a musical, I think musical movies are um, just their own thing, I think, you know? So like a, sep- a whole separate thing. Okay. Because I, I mean, Lion King, so is it one of those things where like it can be on Broadway, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a musical kind of thing? So, and like, let me just really quickly to, to make sure my point is correct. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. <laughs> but I think... Technically, if you've ever, have you seen Lion King on Broadway? Or like, just like, have. have you seen? You yeah. have? So like, there are more songs, right, in the musical mm-hmm. than there are in the film. In the movie, yeah. And so I think that's what I, I'm saying. It's like, uh, obviously there's some overlap, but mm-hmm. I think though they are two separate things just because like a movie has different capabilities. You know, there are things that we can do in a movie where we can take out a song, but still get the point across that like, mm-hmm. oh, Simba's thinking about something. Whereas yeah. in a musical, Simba has to sing about it because we don't know what the hell he's thinking. Like we can't right. hear it into his yeah. brain. And so I think that that's just the different, the different medium creates a different mu- musical experience because they can they can have five Encanto songs, but if they do Encanto on Broadway, they're going to have to add more songs because we, we need more time to see what, you know, Mirabel is thinking or what is Dolores thinking and what yeah. is it like when she hears? Because like, honestly, Dolores deserves her own freaking song. I'm so pissed that we didn't well, get one of her. <laughs> yeah. I need her own song. But then that could be done people. in a musical, right? Yeah, yeah, which is what I would think would be so yeah. cool. I think it'd be really cool to like have Dolores be like, so yesterday I heard that, um, you know, little- Ooh, Like a little gossipy kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I think that'd be so great. Okay, sorry for the- uh, musical things that's why I think you're not that far off I think you just got to find the right musical I have to find the right one yeah yeah, yeah. so Hamilton's it's not for everyone so I, I understand yeah and one. that's like kind of my I mean other than the Lion King which is like I mean I was I was like a teenager so I didn't really care I mean it was beautiful but you know what I mean like I wasn't like invested so yeah. technically Hamilton is the one first one that I was like invested into it and it's like I mean, songs are bop. Songs are bop. But anywho, yeah. <laughs> I have learned today that a Disney film can be a musical, but not all Disney films are musicals. Yeah, I guess that you know that's what I, I guess that's the, yeah the easiest way to put it would be just that not all of them are. We hear y'all. I'm <laughs> learning. I love y'all, <laughs> but. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to our little tangent and hopefully y'all learned something too. (laughs) But uh, we appreciate y'all listening. Danny, did you have anything you want to shout out or anything at all? 
Uh, no, I don't think I've got anything going too much. You know, I'm still in recovery. But uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to Reality and Wine. And go check out Megan Laura's final episode of, uh, you know, The Bachelor, mm. if you haven't already. Go catch The Messy the Show. Uh, right? Because Love is Blind, mm-hmm. the live is available. Yes, it is was... on YouTube. And y'all, that was so much fun. I cannot wait yeah. till we do that again. But yeah, make sure you guys are following us on YouTube. It is on Planners and Wine YouTube. I'll put it in the show notes if y'all missed that. But but yeah, we did a little recap of Love is Blind and we'll, we'll do that every now and again. So make sure y'all stay tuned there. But yeah, we'll see y'all in another two weeks or you know when yeah we'll, feel we'll see y'all out. soon we'll uh, yeah because <laughs> apparently drag race is going on forever so we'll be back, we'll be back. <laughs> bye guys bye yes <laughs>